Hello, and welcome to the Knitted Socks Only podcast, episode number 41. My name is Em, and I am from San Antonio, Texas. And I have, let's see, been knitting for 34 plus years, something like that crazy amount. Um, And I welcome you all to the podcast. This is the second year of us doing this. So we finished our first year last after... I guess it was a couple days after my 40th episode, so I'm really excited to have you all here to starting our second year doing this podcast. So I just wanted to kind of give you an idea for those of you that are new. We talk about yarn, we talk about knitting socks, we talk about my homeless kits that I'm knitting, and bits and bubbles of other things and philosophy and well philosophy of knitting anyway and just my history with knitting and it's just kind of one of those podcasts that we just kind of talk about what is ever on our mind so I appreciate you guys stopping in to listen so let's talk about what my whips are My goal was, as if you remember from our last episode, was to finish my second mitten. Did I? No, I didn't. I will admit it was really fun knitting the first one. Um, And it's fun knitting mittens. I will admit that. I really enjoy doing it. There's something about knitting acrylic yarn in a mitten that I just am like totally like enthralled with. But... I just haven't had a lot of time to finish the second mitten. I know that sounds horrible. I should have finished this. It is a super fast knit. And I just have been so sidetracked with other things that I just, I knit about four rows and (laughs) I'm exhausted from the end of the day. And I'm like, it's done. I'm tired. We're going to bed. (laughs) And that's really what I'm at. But I will say that I completed, I'm now in the process of almost doing the fingertips to the second mitten. What was really concerning to me, so like when I first knitted the first mitten, I was like, oh great, this is easy, it'll fit the right hand. And then I realized, well, how is it going to fit on the left hand if the when you're knitting it, the thumb always goes on the right side? So it was just kind of one of those interesting things that I was like, huh. So I flipped the I flipped the mitten around. I was like, oh, it fits my left side too. That's awesome. So I will say that when you're not knitting for fingers and you're only knitting for a thumb, and because the pattern is the same on the left and the right, the mittens are interchangeable. So for those of you that were concerned about that, it is. And I, But knowing all of you, because you're super smart and you've been knitting way longer than I have, um, I will say that it's probably, you know, I'm the only one that had that issue. So, <laughs> um, but that's okay. It's okay. I figured it out and that's a positive thing. So that's always a good thing. And I was really excited to be able to figure that out. Um, so anyway, that's where I'm at with that. Um, I'm in love with the US size six needles right now. Um, I do miss knitting socks. So after I finish this first set of mittens, I'm going to knit a pair of socks so I can at least complete one complete 
homeless kit. So I've got hats and scarves and mittens and I need a pair of socks in there, of course. Once I get those complete, one kit complete, I'll make sure to show you how I'm going to package it. I think it's great because in the hat, I can stuff everything in there. And so that's what I'm going to do. And I think that's just important for me to do. So I will be completing that. And once I complete that, then we're going to um, start complete the second kit. So I've been doing bits and parts of all these kits, right? And so I need to finally just start completing kits and putting them together. So that way my husband knows how many kits he needs to put some food and water in and stuff like that. So, and so we can start carrying them in the car. Although because in San Antonio we're at almost mid-February, because today is February 7th, 2023. It's 7 a.m. Um, it's starting to get, I think we've hit our final major cold spell. That was last week. And oh man, was it cold. It was just freezing. Like, well, it wasn't literally freezing. It didn't get down to freezing, but it felt like it. And so um, knitting when it's that cold is just really hard for me. And so I just, I, I just kind of kept bundled up and just didn't want to knit really. So, but now it's kind of just kind of lukewarm and muggy outside. It's really kind of weird. It's in the 60s and it's, it's going to be that way for a while. This is what we call our springtime, warm and muggy. Um, and then we'll hit into summer. So once summer hits, it's all heat and everything other than I start knitting just primarily socks at that point and maybe a couple hats because it's so hot it's just like really hot um I did do my lunch and learn like I mentioned to all of you and it was severe it was fairly successful I was able to take a bunch of my knitting um pictures and talk about who I was as a knitter and how long I've been knitting and I had a crocheter in the group, which was really neat. She had learned from her grandmother, which I thought was really awesome. And I had two people that wanted to learn how to knit. One of them was the crocheter, so that was pretty neat. And I talked about my homeless kits. And I was asked if I had thought about starting a 501c3. And, you know, I've, I've worked for I, – I haven't worked, but – I've been a part of a bunch of 501c3s in my day, even since my youth. Like, it was just kind of one of those things that I did as part of a family tradition. And I got out of them because it, how do I put this? So the 501c3, while they do a bunch of charity work, it's really just a social gathering group. And at least that's my experience with a lot of 501c3s. So I've just decided that, you know what, I'm going to do this because I want to do it. I'm not going to do it because someone need, you know, because of the benefits of the tax and all that. I think that's just wrong. And so I guess that's just me. I'm just not going to get involved with that. It's just not my way. And so it's, I know that sounds bad and 
it means that I you if you donate to me, you can't write it as a tax write-off. So my apologies for that. I just am just at this point where it's like it's more hassle than what it's worth for taxes and everything else. So anyway, not that any of you cared about that at all. <laughs> I just thought I'd, you know, give a further explanation um, in case any of you had had that question and I had not had a chance to answer it. So I thought I'd go ahead and share that. Anyway, so we've, um, we've got, I didn't go to a yarn store this weekend. I just thought, Ugh, I've got so much yarn. I really need to start knitting it. And so I'm going to start, I'm going to try using the acrylic yarn and mixing it with one of my grandmothers. She's got a bunch of fuzzy mohair yarn. Like I just, I feel like I need to do that and put it with the acrylic and you, I'm going to try a US size six, um, doing these yarns because I found that I love the U.S. size six. It feels good in my hands. And so I'm going to try to do a sock that way. Um, I'm going to have to adjust patterns, of course, because it's just, they're super large needles. But I figure if I can do that, it, then it might be okay. And I have, with this pattern that I've been knitting, it's I've gotten some good kind of measurement calculations, so I'm hoping that I can equivalent a regular sock size to that without having to be over mammothly big in a sock like I've done in the past with U.S. size fives. So we're hoping that we can get a better sock pattern this time, considering I've knitted several socks in U.S. size five and them been huge. So we're going to try it and see how it goes. Um, but with that, I need, I, I'm thinking I might take a break before knitting the socks for the homeless kit and completing the first homeless kit. I may just knit a sock because I'm still with that cake of yarn that I love. I, I feel like I need to knit those socks for some reason. I feel like someone's going to need a pair of socks soon. So I'm just going to knit them and just, I'll do a U.S. size large, um, I'll do a large sock in them. Um, and we'll see what happens. I may be totally wrong. It may be just that I'm really totally interested in how it's going to knit out in the sock, but something is calling for me to knit that sock for some reason. I don't know why. And so we're just going to do it. And if someone needs it, great. And if someone doesn't, then well, we'll just have it there in case someone ever needs a pair of socks. And so I think that's, I think you can never have too many socks. Um, just in case someone needs a pair of socks, <laughs> you never know. So I have, um, you never know when you're caught in a rainstorm, a flash rainstorm or something of that nature or someone's just going to be cold somewhere and you know it's interesting talking about the cold the two places you lose the most heat in my opinion is your head and in your feet and if you can keep those two body parts warm then odds are your hands are going to be warm as well and so that's why I like and in my 20s and in my pretty much my mid thirties, you would never have me say that. Like I hated wearing socks and then I had surgery and 
fell in love with the hospital socks. And so if you've never had hospital socks, it's crazy. So like they feel like they've got these like sticky things to prevent you from slipping, but they they're so comfortable, like super soft and they're just made out of like a jersey material. I love them. And I literally asked for a second pair so I could take a second pair home with me. It was so bad in the hospital. But, you know, I I fell in love with socks at that point. And I love wearing them. Like, it's just kind of one of those things now that it could be 100 degrees outside, but I still love wearing socks. <laughs> and, you know, I wear socks with my Birkenstocks and in, with my tennis shoes, of course. And I'm always wearing a cool and fun pair of socks for some reason. I don't know why. It's just kind of one of the things I do. So, you know. But let's, that led me to thinking about patterns, right? And so, you know, knitting patterns are patterns, right? But our whole life are patterns. I mean, when we feel our calmest is when we're doing a routine, aka a pattern. A routine is, and a process is nothing more than a pattern. And, you know, for those of us that, have been knitting and we knit socks, you know, we have a pattern that we love. It's either going to be a toe up, a cuff down. We'll have a pattern that we always can rely on and that we'll always knit a sock in that preferred pattern. If we start struggling with a new pattern, we go back to what we know, a pattern that we've knitted before. You know, there are things that we do every day, like Mondays are laundry day. I know I'm going to do laundry. I know that on Tuesdays, I'm going to fold the laundry. I know that on Fridays, I'm going to write my blog. You know, we all have these patterns. And when when you talk about your life and what you're doing, It's always about the exceptions to the pattern of your life, not the pattern itself. So we feel our calmest when we're in a pattern. We drive the same way to work every time we have to go into work. We go to the same way to the grocery store. These are things that we do. And as human beings, this is kind of what we've always done. And I think it's... You know, when you're finding a partner in your life, a husband, and for me, it was my husband, right? And when you're dating, you're trying to learn the person's pattern. Does this pattern of behavior mesh with mine? Is this something that I'm going to appreciate? And, you know, I I, I will admit I was married once and we got divorced for valid, for, we just, they were, we were not compatible. He, um, we just, we had different views of life and different, um, patterns of behavior and it just wasn't going to work. We are amicable friends of stuff. He's married a really great individual that is perfect for him. And, you know, that's great. And I'm now married to my current husband, who is, we are just in sync with everything. 
we we believe that we each should have our own individual time to do our own individual passions and so and we agree on so much he is my best friend and i think that's what's key and focal on all things in life you know there's something about being in a pattern that's comfortable that's soothing that is like being with god and god created patterns i do i genuinely believe that and the simpler the pattern the better the more comfortable we are with it and i just when there's chaos in our lives like when we drop a stitch knitting it it throws us into this chaotic moment and like with knitting (laughs) you have to know some crochet in order to pick up that stitch that or you're gonna frog it (laughs) which we we all tend to do at some point but life is like that we have these hiccups these chaotic moments but that's okay because there's god will provide and give us an ability to fix and correct it and bring us back into our pattern you know and i think that's part of the reason why i don't post a lot on social media like i'll post what i'm knitting but other than that i really don't post a lot um i maybe post once or twice a week it's because you know when when i go through people's social media i'm finding these like wow look at this wow look at this wow look at this like chaotic event right or these oddities to their life i wish people would just post that their life is normal right and you people are like well why would you want to see that m that makes no sense and it does to me because it brings a sense that i know that person has a similar life to mine like there's this calmness there's this stillness there's this comfort in having the pattern and i think that's why i like knitting so much is because it's this pattern that i do i don't go out reaching too far past the the patterns that i have found and grown up with and love like let's talk about a dishcloth right so we've all we have all at some point in our lives knitted a dishcloth we all do the dishcloth pretty much the same way you start with two or two or three stitches and then you knit and you know there's something methodic about it there's something well cathartic about it i guess is the more appropriate term um that i just love right it's this the ability to have patterns and the ability to be normal and i think on some level we all just want to be normal to be accepted to do what is what is standard and and allows us to live at peace in our life through this pattern like a heartbeat a heartbeat it's a pattern right we are calm in nature through patterns anyway 
this is a philosophical episode in case you guys haven't figured that out. But, you know, I think that's when we, when you talk to knitters and crocheters, you ask them, how do you knit this? And they'll go back to the pattern they learned from. And, you know, I think that's why I've struggled finding a sweater to knit because I haven't found a pattern that fits with my knitting style. And I think that's what I'm hoping to gain by learning from somebody and being able to ask them questions. I need to find a sweater pattern that's similar to a sock or similar to a, you know, mitten or a hat, something that is calming and pattern oriented that fits into the pattern of those other things. I don't know, but we'll see. So I've got to eventually go and do that. I, I haven't yet to go to the yarn store. I did tell the last time I went to the local, my local yarn store that I was planning on scheduling some time to knit, learn to knit sweaters. She laughed and said, okay, so I will eventually do that folks. I promise you that. Um, but not this weekend. We're going to continue. We're going to eventually get, I'm going to finish this last mitten. I'm not going to have second sock or second min, mitten syndrome. I keep saying second sock syndrome. It's second mitten syndrome. Um, I'm going to get it finished. So I promise you that. And once I finish it, then we're going to go knit those socks that I've been, I feel like I'm being called to knit. Um, so I'll be switching from U.S. size 6s to U.S. size 1s again because I think when you're knitting with yarn like that, you just got to knit with a U.S. size 1. Um, the stitches are smaller, yes, but there's something there's something about the pattern of knitting that sock and the sock that I've always knitted in a U.S. size 1. And so I think that's what I'll be doing, but... If you know of anybody that needs a sock and you can't knit socks, please reach out to me. I can knit, I don't know how long it'll take, but I'm willing to knit you socks and you can send me an address of where they need to be sent and I'll send them. And if you want me to put a message in there for them, I will. Um, I will make sure the socks are washed prior to being sent and how to take care of the socks. Um, if you have a yarn that you would like me to try, please reach out to me and I will knit with that and do a whole episode on it. If you dye your own yarn and you would like me to knit socks with it and do a whole episode on that, I will. I have no problems doing that. Um, I hope God blesses you all this week. It's, you know, there's a lot of chaos in the world and just know that God loves you. I firmly believe that God loves us all. And I hope that you stay safe, your needles stay warm, and that everything is blessed for you. So I will let you guys go. You guys have a great week, and I will talk to you next week. Peace to all. God loves you.